We're not scared of the Cleveland. They're not the Monstars. They're not a Space Jam. <laughs> you heard of the Dream Team? Well, we're the Mean Team. There's one open. Yes, hits the three. J.R. Smith on the catch and shoot. Here comes Bruzek. Got the step on Bradley, and he scores. Oh, the lob. Blocked from an impossible angle by LeBron James. Love not able to hit, so they won't set an NBA. Yes, they will! <laughs> you spoke too soon! J.R. Smith with a three! You know, I heard Stephen A. Smith uh, on ESPN yesterday. He said that this was basically a JV team going up against a pro team. And I was telling you guys, that's a little generous. They're not a JV team. They're like a youth rec league team. CYO. CYO. Yeah. Middle school girls. D3? No, middle school girls. Oh, middle school girls. Yeah, middle yeah. school. Okay, yeah. yeah. Not even not, not even, even high yeah. school. No, yeah. don't even give them the credit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that was pathetic last night. That was absolutely 100% pathetic. I thought at least, okay, in game two you show up, make it respectable. And by respectable, I mean like lose by 15. Five. I was thinking, oh, five? No, five. No, no, no. That's, five that's, respectable. That's a little helpful. Against this team, I'm thinking lose by 15. Not 40 plus. They lost by 13 in game yeah, they one. They lost by 13. What do you mean by progressing? Yeah. They, that's that's that, a good point. That's why I said five. That's progressing. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> way, way, way. <laughs> Exponentially in the wrong, direction. wrong dis- uh, direction. Yeah. When I, watched, when I watched the first quarter and they started missing shots, I was like, uh oh. This is bad. But then they started they, making shots. And well, because Gerald, Gerald Green was in the yeah, starting Yeah, Isaiah Thomas like fed Gerald Green into the corner, giving him like zero room to work with. He's like, all right, I'm going to shoot the ball because I'm coming and off the screen. And he made two. Yeah, he made two miraculous shots, it looks <laughs> like, because they didn't score anything in the rest of the half, when, to be when honest. When it was 11-10, I was like, oh. And then the Cavs just asserted themselves. Yeah, and... I'm telling you right now, I think the, the backups for the Cavs would have beat the, the starters for the Celtics. It was that lopsided. No, no, was, I don't think that would. I Because I Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving make such a big difference in that starting lineup. Yeah, but you got Darren Williams, Richard Jefferson. All old. Kyle Corver. Who's old. No, I'm just saying, like, they have a good bench. Eh, and they're, Not better than the Celtics starting lineup. Uh, they, they might. They might. Because Isaiah Thomas was hurt. Mm. Avery Bradley wasn't knocking down shots. Al Horford was nowhere to be found. The magician. On the basketball. Yeah. The magician, <laughs> my ass. Yeah, he disappears. Yeah. <laughs> Into my ass. Um, <laughs> no, but like w- w- when it comes to the season in, in a big picture, and Ainge realizes how, like, you know, the gap is not even close. Right. Like the Cavaliers are just completely like. On another development level. Right. You know how uh, a few weeks ago, it might have been a month or two ago. Wait, we the Celtics about? are the number one seed, right? Yeah, they um, Apparently, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I forgot. They, they're playing more like a, an eight seed right now. But. A 16 seed, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, a couple Shouldn't months ago. Be belong in the playoffs. A couple months ago, uh, Dave made the point that at this point, you're just waiting out Cleveland. You're just waiting for LeBron to get old. That's well, going to be like five seven years. Seven years. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the plan at this point because okay. it's become abundantly clear as long as LeBron is with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love and they have a decent bench, you're not getting past them. Well, you're also not getting past the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. You're not. As as long as Kevin Durant's in that uniform with Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green, even if they make it to the finals, 
they'll still get shellacked like they did this against is, the Cavaliers. Yeah, this is basketball in the 90s all over again in the sense that you always have two teams getting there. You have the Bulls, and then, uh, you know, at the tail end of the 90s, it was always the Jazz. And, but that's pretty much what it's going to be now with the Cavs yeah. and the Warriors. Heard, pretty much uh, every single year, uh, that's what it's going to be Danny now. Danny Ainge was on another radio show this past week, and he mentioned, he was like, he was like there's, our, there's two super teams out there already, and we have to just wait it out, basically. That's, that's basically, and that's, that's my <laughs> point. That's what I'm saying. Teams in the 90s, forget the Jazz, because they didn't win anything. Teams in the 90s, when they were looking at the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan, when he came back, when he had the two different three-peats six times in eight years, yeah. they were basically looking at that Bulls team, and they were like, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just wait them out. We'll wait <laughs> We'll wait them out. <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing anything. We'll and, be the way the only team that took advantage in that stretch was Hakeem Olajuwon and the Rockets who went back-to-back when Jordan retired that first time. That was the only team that took advantage. Everyone else was like, screw it. I'm, I'm not even going to try. Like, what's the point? And I guess that's the motto you have to kind of go with is they're better than us. They're bigger. They're stronger. They're faster. Um, there's no way that we can compete now or in the near future. So why not build off of assets that you acquired from the Paul Pierce trade and Kevin Garnett and utilize it to get yourself you know, better each year instead of just trying to you know, grab Paul George, you know, Gordon Hayward, and Anthony Davis. You know, I think that's a pipe dream to get Anthony Davis and even Paul George at this standpoint because he wants to go to L.A. He wants to go to L.A. And I think Brian made an excellent point in the last segment. He said at this point, guys who are going to be free agents either this offseason or next offseason, they're watching the Eastern Conference Finals. And they're looking at Boston. They're going, ew, I don't know if I want to go there now. Well, they're also watching the Western Conference. Yeah. So it's it's going to be uh, interesting to see what happens this offseason. But... I thought that was an excellent point. Gordon Hayward, although he has the connection to Brad Stevens, is probably looking at the Celtics and going, do I really want to go there well, he's also and get saying, my ass beat on, by LeBron on. in the Eastern Conference Finals next year? He's also saying, do I really want to stay in Utah Jazz, who would get demolished against the, the Golden State Warriors? Well, here's the thing. If he did finish on one of the all-NBA uh, teams, either first, second, or third, and he was in uh, he contention, he didn't. But if he did... Neither did Paul George. If he, you, yeah, you, if, you if he did, and he had, that, if yeah. he had that Supermax contract, yeah. it wouldn't have even been a decision. He would have just stayed there. even like, yeah, screw yeah. it, I'll just sign well, this the contract. The what-ifs are no more. Yeah. But even now... Now he can, he can make, like I don't know, like $20 more million from the Utah Jazz or something like that. Rather than signing with the, the the Boston Celtics because of, but it's but it's not as lucrative as it could have no. been. No, we'll find out on two hundred five million yeah. dollars for my, five years. My birthday, by the way, that's your that's your July birthday. first. Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay, cool, good. We'll take note of that. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, no, but the thing is, like, I actually thought that was a great point by Brian. They're watching and they're looking at this, and like, if the Celtics were somewhat competitive in this series, they would have looked at it and been like, "Yeah, I, mean, I could see myself there." Well, yeah, but you, you're going to have two teams regardless. You're going to have two super teams regardless. So it doesn't matter if you're going to you still have to go up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's why you build your own super team to it, try to combat it. Exactly. But it's not going to work because it's LeBron. It, it won't work. But also, you, you have to look at where, where the big three started. Started in Boston, guys. There's nobody else to throw shame at. Besides the Boston Celtics, well, I would disagree for starting with the big three. No, no, no. The, I agree. The the big three. Uh, are you like, talking about from like oh wait onwards? Because I mean, you go back in history. Garnett, Ray Allen, sure. Who, okay, Paul who Pace. weren't even do, do, do you the okay. three best players? At Again, their I hate to keep referencing old basketball, but the Bulls teams that won all those years, mm-hmm. MJ, Pippen, Rodman, mm-hmm. 
That was a great big three. Mm-hmm. The you know Celtics back in the day with Bird, yeah, but, Parrish, and McHale. But big whoa, whoa, three. Hey, you're talking hey, about Magic. That was home built. Kareem weren't those weren't those inner team built teams? Scottie Pippen. Uh, Parrish was acquired. Yes, Pippen in a trade. Yes, Rodman was Barely. acquired. Rodman was acquired from the Pistons. Yes, but the but Pippen was. I, I thought he went to the Spurs first, but yeah, whatever. Whatever it was, the yeah. Celtics. Uh, they acquired Ray Allen and acquired Garnett, so, so they acquired two thirds of that, and that's they what, started the trend. Right, they started the trend. So I, I guess it's you know coming back to us in, in a bad karma way because we had our fun. You know, they, they had their fun getting the one should have had two one championship should have had, had two. two, but there's nobody else to blame but the Boston Celtics for building. Well, I, I think a that you get a little team. less flack when you assemble a team through trades. Because at the end of the day, you're giving something up. And that's what the Celtics did they in the 07 08 season. They, they traded seven players to Minnesota. They all gave go, up all garbage. All garbage, but they gave up seven players to Sebastian Minnesota. Sebastian Telfair? Gar- they, yeah. They Wally treated, Zerbiak? They treated the Minnesota okay. Timberwolves okay. like a they dumpster. They traded Jeff Green and um, uh, what else? To, uh, Je- Jeff to, Green. Jeff Green and uh, Delonte West, I Ew. think, for Rayon. But the point, Brian, is that they. Yeah, Wally. That was, that was in the Kevin Garnett deal. But they, they, at the end of the day, no, they traded those guys. No, Wally Zerbiak was, it was Wally Zerbiak in yeah. that trade for Ray Allen. Yes, yeah. he oh, went. Okay. He went to the the, the lovely Sonics. Sonics. Yes. Oh, I stand corrected. Anyways, they made trades to get those guys. That's different. Is it? The Miami Heat, when they formed the South Beach Super Trio, that was all free agency. All three guys joined via free agency. Dwayne Wade was already there, but he was a free agent who wasn't technically with the Heat. one of the trades a sign-in trade with um, Ray Allen or Kevin Garnett. No. No, Kevin no, Garnett, Kevin had Garnett signed away, an extension. He had to wipe away his no trade. And clause. then he signed an extension when he, he came. He signed didn't an he? extension. Yeah. Okay, so technically it was a signed trade. Technically, technically, but he still had to wipe away his no right. trade clause. Yeah. Actually, it was a it was a trade and sign. <laughs> it wasn't even a sign and trade. <laughs> and regardless of what it was, my point is the Celtics started this trend. It's bad karma. It comes back into your face because you have a guy Bites like you harder than you bit them. Le- LeBron James will be the greatest basketball player of all time when it's said and done. I'm telling you right now because he's either going to get six or seven championships. He's going to break records. He already broke NJ's uh, record from the most steals in playoff history. So he- he's on another level because he dominates in every single category. And, and you can't control it. Only it- team that can stop them are the Warriors. It's uncoachable. Like You just can't teach greatness. And he is what he is. There's really yeah. no reason to watch the rest of this series. Like, we, all, we know yeah, what's going to happen. Yeah, we know what's going to happen. They're going to get swept. The Celtics are not. They, they, the Celtics just played their last home game of the season last night. Yeah. <laughs> They're not coming back to the Garden. Yeah, we know that. What the hell's the point of watching games three and four? To watch how good LeBron is. Yeah. So your just, point is at this point, regardless of, of your uh, affinity of what team you root for, whatever, mm-hmm. your affiliation, just appreciate the, the greatness. Take right? it all in. Take it all in. You're never going to witness this ever again. There's a reason why people put LeBron James in the same sentence as Michael Wait, Jordan. Wait, hold on. What about Lonzo Ball? Oh, please. <laughs> Don't start that. Lonzo, future Hall of Famer who hasn't yet been drafted by an NBA team. <laughs> why do you got to give LeBar Ball his credit now? Oh, we, oh no, no we're getting sarcastic. into LeBar. Oh, we hey, will. No, no, we will talk about LeBar oh, on this I show. I was being sarcastic. I, I really despise that whole family. Well, <laughs> it's, it's easy to despise. Them. Right, right. But my whole point is, with LeBron James, there's a reason why he's in the same sentence as Michael Jordan. It's because when he wanted to go to a super super team and join, he did. He wanted to win a, a championship, he did, right? He won two there. 
right? He wanted to go back to Cleveland. He did. He said he's going to win a championship. He did. So it's one thing to talk to talk. You really got to walk the walk. And that's inside him to be great. And I'm not saying that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love are bums by any means. They're not. But, yeah, but you know what? There's a reason why LeBron James is always in MVP conversation, whether that's the end of the year or before the year. It's because he's one of the best players in all of basketball for all time. Mm -hmm. And he will succeed Michael Jordan as one of the best players in, in oh, I, I think that's a given at this point. I think a few years ago I was talking about, well, in you know, terms of rebounds, points, assists, he'll pass Michael Jordan eventually. But in terms of championships, Every category. In terms of championships he won't. At this point, I think he might. He's got three rings. Every category. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's tough. He's three away. He could get He's four. He's probably going to get number get four. four. I think he'll get number four at the end of this year. I think I he has think a good chance of beating. Let's say he beats Golden State, right? Let's just say that hypothetically. He that's will. four. Yeah. He has a legit shot to get two more and two match more. MJ. It's and at hard. that point, you have to make the argument, look, I don't want to make this like a LeBron versus MJ thing. No. But Michael Jordan retires from the Bulls that first time. The Bulls still, we've talked about this, they still get to the Eastern Conference semis I against the Knicks. Semis, or, yeah. And then they lose in seven games. Mm -hmm. They still get there. LeBron leaves the Cavs. They get three first-round picks in four years. Well, that's why he left. Well, with that we don't know. I mean, eh, we think I, that's why, that, but that's, we don't know for sure. That's besides topic. the po that's yeah. besides the point. The fact is, it happened. Yeah. He leaves the Heat. They become irrelevant again. Yeah. When MJ left the Bulls, they were still damn good. When he came back, right. they became championship caliber. Caliber. But at the end of the day, you look at the impact the absence of each player had for their teams. LeBron's impact was greater. Yeah. Yeah. And you could talk about the talent. How the talent was better in the nineties, but. You still got to go against that talent. Like LeBron still plays, you know, the Russell Westbrook, James Harden, you know, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson. There's phenomenal players in this league, but LeBron James puts him in the upper edge slot every single year because he has that knack and ability just to dominate the basketball game in every shape and form. And it, it, it is great to see this because you'll never see this ever again, guys. You won't. You won't see a player dominate a game like he is today. You won't. He's going to go down as one of the best athletes of all time in any sport. Like Tom Brady, LeBron James, Sidney Crosby. You could talk about it for days. Ovechkin. Ovechkin. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. You can go on and on. David Ortiz. David Ortiz. You, you can go on and on. Ken Griffey Jr., sweetest swing in, in baseball. But my whole point is, nobody has ever dominated and controlled the game of basketball like what LeBron James has in his entire career. And it's great to see. It is. 603-883-9900. This is the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. The Sports Blast. For the record, their logo... The BBB? Oh, it sucks. It's awful. I mean, what are you, the Better Business Bureau? All right, back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. Ashish Sharma, Brian Roach, and Mark Lazell take me up till BBB. 2 p.m. Big baller brand. Oh. Oh, you weren't here last week. I was not. <laughs> okay. Taking you up till 2 p.m. this Sh afternoon. Yeah, that be. was a shot at uh, the Ball family, yeah. who uh, I okay. can't stand. We will get into them. Uh, that, uh, in, that's in the probably why segment. I don't yeah. know BBB, you know, because I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really hate LeVar Ball. And, uh, no, we'll, we'll definitely get into the little spat that he had on uh, the Colin Coward show uh, with Christine Leahy. Yeah, we're going to dive you guys, into you it. You guys all saw that, Oh, right? yeah. 
Wait, do we oh, have audio of that? We do have audio yes, of that. Yeah, you should know, Mr. Producer. Way to go. <laughs> I was just asking. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Well, I have update. Yeah, uh, I'm going to add that. Why Leonard out tonight for Figured. game three? Yep, yep. that series is Good over. call. Good call on being the sheesh. It said questionable. Sheesh so I was going to go with it, but it happens. Um, I'm guessing we're going to start talking about the future of the Celtics because the present. <laughs> where else is there to go the after pre- last night? There's no present. <laughs> so where are the Celtics five years from now? Is that where we're going? Because we have to wait till LeBron's done, right? Uh, Pretty I, much. I would say six or seven years. I say five. I, I think eventually Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving might move on, you know. I don't know. No, I, I don't think if I, they, if they don't need if they don't need six rings. They can have six <laughs> rings though. Well, I mean, Kyrie Irving's talking about retiring early, so you never know. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea where that's coming from. But oh, why injuries. would you want to do he that? D- he, want, he wants to live a nice life. Yeah, he'll, he'll get. This his. isn't football. You're not getting concussed every other game. He could be. His uh, ankles are t- torn to shreds. Oh probably. yeah, because your ankles are in your head. Yeah, they aren't. That's not what I meant. I meant his ankles are hurt. He he can also get, he can get concussed. You can get cut concussed in playing basketball. You can I mean, absolutely can get concussed. You can get concussed walking down the street. But the you probability you, know, you, you can't can, you can't die from breaking an ankle. Yeah, you can't you die. From, it gets, you, you don't you get, get a CTE staph infection. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> do not go off on a tangent that is irrelevant. <laughs> I'm just saying you could get a staph infection. He, he's, just try, he's just trying to kill the hours that we can go to break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. basically what I'm trying to do. All right, so the Celtics have the number one pick in this year's NBA draft. It looks uh, like the plan is to take Markel Fultz. And to be completely honest, I with heard you guys, they're we interesting in ball. I, I don't want that, and no, I'll tell you why. No, 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 no. Honestly, at this point, it has nothing to do with basketball, and it has everything to do with his father. I cannot stand that circus, that clown show that is LeVar Ball. And as I mentioned, we'll get into his little spat with Christine Leahy on the herd. I, but, yeah, I mean, I like at this point, it has bit. nothing to do with basketball. And I, you know, look, a lot of people are saying Markel Fultz is more of a sure thing. He's more NBA ready. Fine. Those aren't my reasons for walk, wanting Markel Fultz over Lonzo Ball. It has everything to do with I can't stand that family. And to be quite honest with you, it's unfortunate. Because from what I hear, Lonzo Ball, oh, good guy, likable kid. It's his dad. His dad is making me hate him. Yeah, we're going to get into the dad in a later segment, but when it comes to judging the talent and evaluating how good Markel Fultz is, he's way better and he's the consensus number one pick for a reason. I don't think Ball is even really close. I don't think it's 1A, 1B. I, I think it's 1 and 2. Like I, I think that It's more like 1 and 4. <laughs> well, no, well, Lakers. Lakers have the number two pick. They will take ball. That's well, no, no. That's I'm, just I'm just saying. That's what, I'm saying. what it should be. I'm, I'm just saying I talent just, level. Part wise. of me just wants to pace off Lavar Ball so much and have the Celtics take Lonzo and then trade him to like the Suns or something. No, what I would do is say it's I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested in Ball at the number one pick. Get the Lakers number and two flirt, pick. Flirt with him and then try to get the number two pick for Markel Fultz. The only thing I'm worried about is. Magic Johnson realizes that Markel Fultz is the real deal, right. and he pulls a fast one on Danny Inch because you know they, those two go head to head. They don't like each other. You know, Lakers, Celtics. Oh yeah, rivalry. Danny was on those uh, Celtics teams back in the day, so, right? Yeah. So I, I think Magic would say, "All right, we're interested in Alonzo. We'll tr- we'll trade up, right?" They'll grab Markel Fultz away from the Celtics, and the Celtics will be caught with Lonzo Ball. Or they'll That's trade why. that pick. I was going to say, Paul Pierce wants them to trade the pick because he doesn't think Markel Fultz necessarily puts them over the well, top. Well, nothing puts them over the top. No, <laughs> no. I don't know. That's become quite apparent. And yeah. uh, honestly, I thought that 
They were in they a very get, good position. They, they could bring MJ back right now, and it won't help them. This series? Um, MJ's old as hell. Of yeah. course, he wouldn't help anyone. No. Yeah, he this, Shaq would. Uh, <laughs> did you see that video of the kid that got stiff-armed and yeah. dunked on? Oh, man. Shaq likes to play with little kids. He still crazy. can't make free throws, though. No, he, he doesn't. Um, with Mark Hill Fultz, though, um, especially from this series with the Cavaliers, I think Danny Ainge is realizing that even a Paul George, if you do trade for him, or Jimmy Butler, they don't put you over the top. So, I mean, why not progress and develop players? Like you have Jalen you know, Brown, you'll have Markel Fultz, you'll have guys coming from overseas, you'll have next year's first-round pick. You can yes, either is it? trade it. Uh, yeah, Zizic, but you could either trade that pick or you could keep it. So I, I think it's all about taking the Golden State Warriors route. The Golden State Warriors were irrelevant until Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green came, Developed. In, came into the picture. Right, and Mark Jackson left. That's when they became legitimate. So that's why I think it's the best route to go because then you're not putting in expectations with Paul George, Al Horford, Isaiah Thomas to win a championship because you're not going to win with Amir Johnson in a Celtics uniform. Amir Johnson's going to be gone this year. Good. Jones Dropko's well, going to be gone this year. I mean, Unless I, I, he signs a veteran minimum. Look, I know this isn't necessarily the best way to think about things, especially in here in Boston where we expect to win a championship in every sport every year. Yeah. But why can't they, for the time being, just for three years, suck it up and just take the mentality that the Cincinnati Bengals have in football? Um, hey, we're happy to make the playoffs. We're on. happy to just be there and have a chance. Just, I mean, ultimately, That's after watching last night's game. what they've done for game, three years. No, for the last three years, they've been building every year towards a bigger goal, which is being competitive for a championship oh, they were every single year. They were over For three years, year. that's they've been made the goal. The playoffs. And I'm just saying, for the next couple of years, just adopt the mentality of, listen, we're not legitimately trying to win a championship. We're just trying to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and that's about it. No, no that's, that's, yeah, that's you, not you a goal. You can't have that mentality. It's a gross yeah, yeah, goal. If you want to be realistic, Brian... How are you going to get past the Cleveland Cavaliers? You and can't. if you do, how are you going to beat the Warriors? You can't. Yeah, but you can't. That's the only realistic goal you can have is get to the Eastern Conference Finals and then get your ass handed to you. But you can't go out with that mentality. Right. You don't like, admit that publicly. Well, but yeah. internally, that has to be the goal. It's like, guys, listen, get to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> that's that's the goal. It sounds I mean, like look, a gross goal. It's a gross <laughs> goal, but you, what the hell else you, is the. <laughs> If you had a team, just be like, all right, guys, we're just going to make the state the states. I mean, that's what the Cavs are doing to us. Round. That's what the Cavs are doing to us. You have this, well, yes, but you this don't, harsh reality you don't that ever, you are not beating them. You no, don't ever geez. tell your players that. You're being realistic <laughs> with the roster. Right. You're being like realistic saying that you can't win a championship with Isaiah Thomas, um, Al Horford, and if you add a guy like Gordon Hayward or Paul George, that doesn't put you over the top to beat LeBron James. No, nothing does. Per, it doesn't right <laughs> now. As long as LeBron is playing this way with Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, nothing, I agree with Brian, nothing is putting you over the top to beat that team. Right, but in the meantime, if you add Markel Fultz, if nope. you add Gordon Hayward... Still no. No, it, I'm not saying it puts you over the top by any means. It, it allows you to maybe win a couple allows, games. No, it allows you to progress. Win a game. It allows you to progress because if, Markel, if they draft Markel Fultz, yeah. he's your future point guard. Right. Like, Isaiah Thomas is out of the picture. Bye, Isaiah. Bye. He he is. So, and then you have Jalen Brown to build off of. You know, Avery Bradley, see you later. I don't think you're really worth um, what your contract will be. And I don't think they have the money to support what he wants. Yeah. So, I think he's see you later. I think Marcus Smart, 
See you later. I'll keep Marcus Smart. No, I, I think all these, you're going to have to. You're, you need a physical presence, and I feel like he Marcus Smart won't be as much on the free market because uh, he his offense. No, but he's a throw-in. He's basically a throw-in in a, in a trade. He's uh, like a Terry What's, what's the point of throwing him in if you're not going to get much in return, though? You might as well keep the player at that point. No, I'd Contracts. keep Marcus Smart. Contracts. I'd keep Marcus Smart. You guys, well, I mean, look, guys, I mean, Marcus Smart. I, I don't have his exact contract status in front of me, but you give him a qualifying offer, he'll be a restricted free agent, right? You give him a qualifying offer, and then whatever. If he signs an offer sheet somewhere else, just match it, and then you still have Marcus Smart. Why unnecessarily trade him? He well, gives you fantastic defense. Here's my whole picture: is you know, you you have Gordon Hayward, who's going to want like twenty five million dollars this year. Okay, you you will have to trade Isaiah Thomas. Because you're not going to give him $30 million. No, that's ridiculous. Do you guys think he's worth $30 million? Do you, do you honestly think he's worth $30 million, Brian? No. No. I, I, I don't think he's worth, like, 15 Do Do, do you think <laughs> Al Horford is worth $28 million? Oh, no. no. I never thought Hell that. No. I would trade him. So y- Apparently, they were lo- looking at um, offers for Isaiah this season. Yeah. So. L- no, last off season. I thought it was during the season this year, No, too. it was during the draft last year. Um, they were looking to get a lottery pick to get Jalen Brown. And I think they were trying to get that lottery pick to trade for Jimmy Butler or Paul George. So it makes sense. Yeah. But from from a standpoint of salary, they're going to have to figure it out along the way. And, and that's why if they go out and get Gordon Hayward, they still have $28 million to give Al Hoffer because nobody is going to trade for that contract. Mm. Isaiah Thomas, not worth $30 million. He's not worth fifteen. He's he's not worth six million dollars what he's getting paid right now, so I, I I think looking at it they're gonna have to have financial stability they're gonna have to have assets to build towards a contending team. Well, luckily they still have that 2018 uh, Brooklyn pick too. And you never know, Anthony Davis may become available where yeah. New Orleans says, well, he's not gonna resign with us. Why not get something out of him? We still have DeMarcus Cousins to fall back on, right. As maybe the cornerstone of this team. So if they trade the 2018 pick, they they might get Sharif O'Neal, you know, the, the young guy coming out of um, high school right now. I think he uh, accepted, I think Duke or you know one of those teams, the high caliber teams, um, you know, as, as a recruit. So I think that's a good foundation for New Orleans Pelicans to build off of if they get rid of Anthony Davis. So I think building off of Markel Fultz, Jalen Brown, Anthony Davis, Gordon Hayward. That's a good young team. Does it put you over the top of LeBron James? Not now. Uh, Anthony Davis and Gordon Hayward probably would. Moving forward. With a good coach like Brad Stevens and a good uh, bench? I'd say, yeah. I mean, look, uh, LeBron's... committed to Arizona. Arizona. Look, LeBron's what, 32? Yes. Wait two years. Okay, wait for a 34-year-old LeBron who at that point will have probably made nine straight trips to the finals with, like, Olympics thrown in there as well. And that's a lot of mileage. This is a guy that got drafted in 2003 and since then has been playing basketball pretty much nonstop. His mission is... Wait for him to get to 34. His mission is to get six championships or more. And he's going to get there. It's just a matter of when and how. Does it take five years, six years? I I don't care. I mean, like, he'll, he'll get there probably in the next two. He wins this year, that's four. And he's two away. He'll probably end his career with five or six. Well, that's when I think he calls it quits is when he breaks these records and says sayonara because nobody else is going to even come close. Come close. Maybe Lonzo Ball. Steph Curry, maybe. Lonzo Ball? You kidding me? He's going to be camping <laughs> oh, in he's, L.A. He's with the GOAT. LeVar. <laughs> yeah, he's the GOAT. The ghost of all time. 
No way. He's not the goat of all time. All right, 603-883-9900. Wrapping up hour number one. When we come back, we will talk about LeVar Ball and his infamous incident from this week on The Herd with Colin Coward on FS1. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire.